Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. And we're live. Hey, good morning. Hello. <laughs> what are you... I saw you adjusting yours, so I'm, I'm like, just trying to get in the optimal position. I need position, to adjust mine so, right now. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Yours has to be in the optimal position so you don't move your back or yeah. your neck. <laughs> You're, right. <laughs> You're right. I am, uh, my back is out again. What'd you do? Did you, um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I know what he did because I asked like and pull, I got an answer. Like sneeze or something wrong or what? Uh, I'm not going to say it though. Oh, never Clip, mind. Clipping my toenails. Okay. <laughs> oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. You know, the time Grossly. before was to shook somebody's hand the wrong way, or somebody yeah. shook your hand the I wrong way. I want to say, uh, you know, snowboarding, something cool. Skydiving. Skydiving, yeah. R- um, Rocky Mountain climbing. Yeah, something that's, you know, manly and cool. <laughs> L- Chopping live, wood. Live like you're dying. But no. <laughs> Iron Man course. Yeah. <laughs> Grooming. Self, I was gross. <laughs> Clipping my toenails. <laughs> so even that, no, that 55 is a problem This might me. be a weird question. Were you able to finish clipping your toenails? Yeah, I got it done. All right. Got it done. It was later that it's like, I don't know. I won't the real question is, did you go outside? No, not for toenails. Really, for toenails? That seems... That That's seems been a toxic success. before. Well, Dude, fingernails. We've talked about that in the past. Like, yeah, for fingernails, that much more for toenails. Like, why wouldn't wow. you want that stuff to fly out? Why would you want that to be in your house? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when we were talking that day about the strategy, I'm thinking toenails first. It kind of, it kind of made sense. I, I mean, I, I can't really argue with it. It just seems very private. Doom on you. Yeah. Although, what, what do you do in the winter? You, you, you f- just go outside and suffer? You just clip them quick. You get good at it, good at, get efficient at it. <laughs> so yeah. practice, that's what you're saying. Yeah. I may never clip them again. <laughs> I might just end up in the Guinness Book of World Records here before long because my back really hurts right <laughs> Those now. Those long, curly tours. Dude, yeah. I, I saw a guy. <laughs> I can't remember. It was like this Ripley's Believe It or Not type show back whenever. And they had the guy that had the longest toenails in the world, and they're just like curled yeah. up. And it was gnarly. That's what I'm going. Some for. things you just can't unsee. And like I probably saw this in the '80s, and it's still etched in my brain. Yeah, it was gnarly. God, that's disgusting. Yeah. Other than that, things yeah. are fantastic. Well, anyway. good, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> happy to hear. It. Glad you're here. I can hardly move, but I'm great. <laughs> happy to be here. Hey, and I'm happy about what we're talking about today because at some hey. point, at some point, I'll never have to deal with this thing again. Hey, <laughs> that's one of the first questions. Yeah, we're not there yet. I know. Yeah. That was a nice almost segue. Though. Yeah, I was getting there. So yeah. It's just yeah. to wet their appetite. <laughs> <laughs> what up with you, Chad? <laughs> As if we haven't already done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I think we do a pretty good job of that every week. <laughs> with the toenails. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm batching it for the next few days. What do you mean? My wife's going down to Arizona to visit her oh, middle daughter. Oh, oh. So I'm uh, kicking it Han style for the next few days, solo, for those that didn't get the oh. Star Wars reference. I, I didn't get it. Yeah. I yeah, like, don't, don't, maybe don't do that one you again. Ger- germaning or what, <laughs> yeah. dog? It was germane to the conversation, yes. <laughs> germane to the conversation. That was, was lame enough that I would say it was Tito to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I try to throw out a good, you know, kicking it Han style every once in a while. Hmm. Nobody ever gets it, but it doesn't stop me. So it's, you like gotta, when, it's like when Terry talks about the man he shaves in the morning. He's trying to say himself, like I'm talking about himself, yep. but I'm like, why are you shaving other yep. men in the morning? Every time I hear it, I get kind of... Yeah, I don't know. That's that's got to go. Yeah. Too. Sorry. So you're gonna make it without her? I mean, I'll survive. 
Then you're probably just going to eat pizza rolls through the weekend. No, you won't. <laughs> you know? You're, you're going to be smoking briskets uh, and stuff. Oh, you're right. Done. I'm going to go get a steak. And <laughs> best of the best while she's out of town. Right. Nice. And then I'm going to come over and help you with it. You should. Cool. Yeah, we'll figure uh, it out. How are you doing, David? Good. Just good. That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Really? That's I mean, it? I've been sick for over two weeks, so not contagious. So but on, on the bend, though? Around. Uh, I think so. I finally went to urgent care yesterday. Because it's not, it's not like it's been horrible. It's just that it's not going away. It's like, oh, this is just how I'm going to feel for the rest of my life. So I like the <laughs> subject today, too. Yeah. And uh, so I finally went in. They gave me some steroids, whatever. That <laughs> sounds scary, but I, think, I, would be back. I guess they know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. So You uh, did look a little bigger to me today. I just thought, you know, it looked like you, yeah, you beefed, little beefed more up. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. You know? yep. 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 Voice is a little Thinking about hit, hitting the Iron, <laughs> the iron Man course. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine me doing that oh man i'd get like three feet in and be like oh, i can't yeah, move man. i could imagine you like on a on, on that show what was it Wipeout or something <laughs> where they're like jumping on the big bouncy balls and stuff and you just no. laugh at how bad people are wiping out yeah yeah i, I, I could picture fun. you on that yeah. brent might be the guy that falls off the platform at the first step yeah <laughs> no good. wouldn't no. make it too far jumps in. into the water <laughs> no bueno right away for the for the record i love the iron man do you i love watching the iron man Really? Yeah. You watch it? I do. Huh. Are you talking about the like American Ninja Warrior? No, no, the Iron Man no. Triathlon, Iron Man Triathlon, oh. where they bike, swim, and run. Yeah, they run a marathon, bike. No, I know what it is. Hundred some miles. They come back all muddy. First stuff I did. I didn't know they televised it because. Yeah. I mean, what? I don't know. I don't. And it's, it's like they do a good job of the stories of the people that okay. shouldn't be doing it, and then they yeah. do it and they finish. Okay. Like, it's cool. That makes yeah. sense. Otherwise, I'm yeah. just thinking, just like watching a marathon, just yeah. just tune into watch yeah, no, people it's, it's run. It's the stories run of, by the, each of the people. You know, hey, who's I just grabbed a cup of water. Uh, Boston, Jordan, Boston, the Iron I think, Man stuff. Yeah, does like gets into those races and yeah. stuff like that. Well, I would There's, never do it, but I like watching. <laughs> it. I would never do it. Never. There was one year, not not to get too off track, but there one year there was a guy was like at ninety or just an old guy doing the Iron Man. And, you know, there's a, after a certain time, you become disqualified and he didn't finish in time, but he was determined to finish the race. And Lame. so I don't know how many hours he was into this thing, you know, 12 hours or whatever it is. And, and he gets to the finish line and he collapses like five feet from the finish line. No. And then he just like, he's reaching out his hand, just trying to get his finger over the finish line so that he could finish. Like it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen of just this guy's determination. Sounds horrible. I, maybe he died later. I don't know, but, yeah. <laughs> but like, it just was cool that this guy just like, no matter the cost, like I'm going to finish. So no one like neat. ran out and grabbed him, picked him up and drug him across the finish line or like helped him. I don't remember, him. maybe, but he he, was, he got his finger over the line so that yeah. he could say that he finished. Actually, you would have you would have been pretty cool. impressed today if you would have seen me put my socks on. It was sim- <laughs> very similar. Took me a while, but I did. Yeah, it. you yeah. did. It. At the end of the day, so I have socks on right now. Do, do they happy. match? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're even the ankle parts in the right place and everything. Yeah. It's it's quite a quite a story, quite yeah. a tale of uh, you know perseverance and overcoming, similar to what that guy yeah. went through. Yeah, I mean, we were very similar. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna move on. All right, we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna get into. <laughs> we need to give these people their money worth. Money, so this money's is the danger worth. of being unscripted. Is, yeah. what, is what just happened. No, 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 no. It's it's, it's all fine. Uh, so we're talking about last week. What I thought uh, because of what we talked about. Whoa! Look at that. Wow! What are we doing? Your flashlight just came on on your phone. Um, since last week, Chad made made fun of people with the wrong ideas of heaven. I thought we would correct it. Chad wasn't this here week. last week. Yeah, I wasn't here last week. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, because you did. He's blaming no, it was Chad. It was Chad. <laughs> no, I was otherwise engaged. I had poopy last pants week. last week. I was I was uh, not feeling good, and uh, I was not in a great. It wasn't my best character <laughs> moment, so I was yeah. 
Um, so anyway, we're going to try to redeem that today by speaking things that we can speak, encouraging things about heaven. Uh, so uh, this is pertinent because of the way you feel and the way I feel. Yeah. Chat's fine. Why is the doctrine of heaven important for the believer now? That's question number one. Why is the doctrine of heaven important for the believer right now? You and I already answered. That. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so we know what we're aiming for here. Yeah, okay, so we have an idea of, of you know what we're aiming for and where our life is headed. And um, you know, this Sunday in, in my sermon, I talked about you know the difference in living for you know the here and now versus living for eternity, and the and the better and bigger view we have of eternity. Sure. You know, as, as we live for it, like it, it just affects the decisions that we make and the things that we do here and now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I just, I mean, the, the phrase that comes to mind is my blessed hope. Um, it it's, it's, uh, keeps me going. It, it's, that, it's that finish line kind of idea that, it, you know, there's something that's waiting for me that's better, that, that, that's, um, you know, going to sure. take all the stuff that is, you know, horrible in life and everything we hate and everything we, we hate about this place and ourselves and our situation, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to all be fixed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, picking up your cross, even we've been talking, we've been there in Matthew, the cost of following Jesus and all that stuff. Like, it doesn't make any sense if there's not a reason right. for doing so, right? And so it's kind of like the Iron Man thing that we were just talking about, you know, homie falling at the end and trying to reach his finger across the line. Like, there's no reason to do that. Like, just give up, you know, if you feel right. horrible, if there's right. nothing, <laughs> you know, um, worth pursuing there. Um, but ha- heaven's the... The, the prize, man, it makes everything that we're going through now and, and how we're going through it now worth worth it because yeah. it's yeah. it's all it's all gonna be different one day. The back is going to be okay one day and the illness is going to be finally gone one day. So yeah. um yeah. Yeah. Heaven's heaven's a pretty encouraging thing. Plus there's the whole theological um element to it of, you know, the world's not right. It's broken. And we know that. Creation knows that. We long for something better and what's cool is god, god's already taken care of that. he's he's already seen to that right there, there is something better and there will be something better finally and eternally no, no divisive politics in heaven yeah that's a that's a that's a <laughs> chat <laughs> no it's it's really the the end the final chapter the restoration of all things that we're, yeah. that we're looking forward to where where what we broke in, in the garden and and what we brought into this world um all gets you know reversed and fixed and exactly. corrected so exactly yeah. So um, a lot of people like the idea of heaven. A lot of people, I would say about everybody, whether they admit it or not, have their own version uh, sure. of heaven. What, what are some of the common, uh, and again, Chad bagged on this hard last week, um, what, are, <laughs> what are some of the common misconceptions? What, what, of, ha- what happened last week when I was gone? You didn't hear it? <laughs> Don't go listen to it. I, it just, no, I, I, I wasn't in good it. form, man. I was I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your question. It's fine. What are what are some of the common misconceptions of people's imaginings of heaven? Harps. Ooh, harps. Clouds. And, and, and yeah. did, did neither of those things sound fun to you? No, that's oh, what I was going to say. Sounds just, glorious. Just that it's boring. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the biggest misconception. And, I, and, and if you think about heaven in the boring. sense of the way it's described very often— it sounds boring, yes. and it would almost just be better if everything ceased, you know, than to go through an eternity yeah. of, of a little, you know, being a fat little cherub with with some wings and a harp looking around for a cloud to land yeah. on for, you yeah. know, I guess what cloud, what cloud am I going to land on today? Yeah, you soul know. sleep sounds better. Just to <laughs> yeah, take an eternal does. nap is better <laughs> Well, than and that. Even, even the world's version of hell, which is totally wrong, 
but you know, there, there's people that will kind of say, I'd rather be in hell with my friends partying, yeah. you know, listening to heavy metal music or whatever they, I don't know what they think is going to happen. <laughs> Drawing <there>. pentagrams. <laughs> yeah. Drawing yeah, exactly. Eddie on their Levi's yeah. pants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying there's not going to be heavy metal in heaven? Uh, that's for another topic, <laughs> I guess, or subject. But but I'm you know the, people's idea of what these are is so so wrong. Yes, and that's one of them is that we'll just be like a disembodied spirit floating yeah. around the ether, with you know just just bored out of our minds. Where does where does some where does that come from? Because that's a that's a common notion, common idea, you know, lore, whatever you want to call it. Like where did that ever come from? The cherub thing with harps and clouds. Looney Tunes for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny that we just, we, we think of... Chad just cracked himself up. <laughs> we think of heaven as being something completely different than what we have here and now. Like, yes. So so I think because we do that, well, it can't be anything like this place yeah. or anything like we experience here. It has to be something totally different. So so we erase anything that we're familiar with here and say, you know, it's going to be something else, right. which leaves you with a disembodied spirit floating around in the ether, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Ergo, that makes yeah. sense. Chad, do you want to add to that? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I was thinking of uh, the Gnosticism thing. I think this is the way that it's just influenced our culture, especially our Western culture. And the way that we look at things is, you know, the the, the thing with Gnosticism really is that, that material is bad. And so um, when it comes to something like heaven or something spiritual or celestial, we're thinking of things that are as different um, as what they are now. Unfamiliar, I guess. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why people don't, aren't excited for heaven or as excited as they should be is because we're the imaginings are so ridiculous sometimes and so out sure. of touch and there's nothing familiar. Um, and actually that's a little bit of what I want to talk about today is, is, you know, obviously what the Bible shows us of what's hev- right. heaven's like and how that should inform, um, our view of, of what's to come. That's yeah. interesting. There were there, I mean, that was a, um, I think Plato and there were other people mm-hmm. that taught that same idea that, that anything that's physical is, is inherently evil yes. and anything that's spiritual is inherently good. So, yes. so I guess that would make right. sense that maybe we've, we've divorced those two things, yes. which isn't a Christian idea at all. Um, God has redeemed us, you know, body, soul, mind, spirit, everything. Yeah. Right. Um, but it, that is, I guess maybe where it, well, even our primary doctrine, from. um, is one of a, a bodily resurrection, um, of, of our savior, yeah. a bodily ascension, in, in that physical body into heaven uh, where God, and then our physical bodily resurrection that's going to happen with the church at the end. And so, um, it, it, I mean, the, mm. the physicality, I mean, it's all going to be changed, obviously, and we're not completely going to go into that. Peter talks about that. So everything's going to be changed, but not unfamiliar or unmaterial necessarily yeah. at all. So if we go back to the beginning, I mean, God created everything and it was good. Yeah. Right? It, it wasn't, you know, Less than good or less than per, like everything was good. Yeah. And it included you know, what physical was, creation. Yeah, matter as yeah. well as, as spirit. Yeah. 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 It was all good. Yeah. But I can't help but to think that a lot of that, just that, not, whether we know what it is or, or not, the, 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 the narcissistic, <laughs> can, I say, can I say that? That's kind of good. Narcissistic influence. Gnostic influence, maybe? Causes us, I think, to detach. Put narcissism in there. Yeah. Making it. Did you see what I did? I did, yeah. It was an accident, but it was was kind of brilliant. It kind of worked. Narcissistic. All right. All right, let's go Revelation 21. Let's just look look at a little bit of this here. I'm going to read a little bit of this. Um, Don't know what that was. (laughs) Uh, Just start in verse 1 of 21. Let me move this over here so that my... I'm speaking straight on. 
then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw a holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man, and he will dwell uh, with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more, neither shall there be no mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, It is done, the Alpha and the Omega, beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life uh, without payment, the one who conquers will have this heritage and I will be his God and he will be my son and as for the coward okay we don't want to read that part because it's negative uh, so <laughs> so so we what, never do anything negative on this podcast. what does this little section that, that I just read tell us about our eternal dwelling and the reason I ask this is because we we call it heaven we refer to it at heaven and I and I think most people have this idea as a because of that 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 there's going to be this this uh, this sky kingdom right. uh, that that is going to be our eternal dwelling and and clearly our Bibles actually show us something else. What is that? Well, it, it says very clearly that God God is with us. So I yes. think I think I think we always think of we're going to go to where God is, and, and the picture you get here is that God is coming down to be where we are. Yes, and so you you know it. it You've got a new heaven and a new earth, and you have the city that's coming down out yes. of heaven and God being with us, yeah. uh, which, again, takes away the idea of the clouds and the harps and all that kind of yes. stuff. When we hear city, we know what that means, and this is talking about a, a holy city, exactly. which is exactly. pretty stinking exciting. Yeah. Just in this little section right here, you, yeah. you get a whole different paradigm, a whole different reality of how we should be looking at heaven. He's, he's coming to where we are, which is on earth, and that's all going to be made new. But he's coming to dwell with us here, right? Um, and and so there, there, the the new earth needs to be um, acknowledged whenever we talk about a new heaven. You, you can't do that without talking about a new earth, right? right. Well, it's part it's part of redemption. Yeah, you know, it's part. God's going to redeem the earth as well. Exactly, exactly. You know, not just sinful human beings, but the place that we inhabit. Exactly. That's something I. I mean, not to get it controversial or whatever, but that's uh, when when God made His promise to Abraham. He said, "This land, this very land, yes. you can see as far as you can see. Look to the north, south, you're going to gain yep. this as an inheritance for yep. eternity." Yeah. And we think of whatever we you know picture. We always think of it being something completely different. When we hear new heaven and new earth, we think of brand spanking new and not redeemed. And so I like that you pointed that out because even with us, what he does is he doesn't. We become a new creation. Right. We're still what we were. Um, in some ways, he doesn't we're, annihilate we're, yeah, what we were. Exactly, right. he just changes it. And so, even this yeah. creation, you know, this good creation, is going to be redeemed and restored. And so, for us to, you know, and if you think about it, this, this uh, we broke it with sin. So you've got sin that's messed it up. Then you've got the flood that destroyed it. Mm-hmm. So we're living in a pretty messed up creation mm-hmm. that's going to be restored and redeemed. So whatever he has in store with it for us is going to be really amazing, right? Yeah, for sure, and 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 not completely unfamiliar. <clears throat> Yeah, I read something the other day. I think it was uh, from Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven. Big, big, thick book, and tries to answer every question that anybody would ever have about heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't read the whole thing, but but I did read a snippet where he was talking about where it says in here that the that the sea will be no more, mm-hmm. or whatever it said that because that's a sign of the flood, a reminder of the flood. 
you know, it just was an interesting thing to think about. <laughs> Speculation. Really, yeah, I didn't take a deep dive into it, but it just was an interesting thought. Yeah, it is. It, well, that's what yeah. I found about. I haven't read his whole book either, but I've I've seen bits and pieces of it yeah. over the years, and maybe I'm close to reading the whole thing when I piece it together. Right. But uh, a lot of his stuff is is very thought provoking because yeah. of the the research he does, and then just um, the way he tries to equate some of these things that are hard to right. imagine. But so much of it's speculative. We need to totally. remember that because it's kind of become the manifesto on heaven right. for the church, where it's like, oh, this is you know, this is ex- as exhaustive as it can be, and um, and it's like it's really good, but like so much of it's. Right. Are you bagging on Alcorn? I'm just no, kidding. I'm just saying. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> hey, I got I got some exciting news for you guys. Uh, that also came in pamphlet form. Oh. A very abridged version yeah. of it, uh, and I, I ordered uh, 20 of them the other day because I thought it would be kind of handy to have some yeah, for, for sure. people that are interested in it, but it's uh, very... I'm, a, I'm interested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 50 pages Someone's in a interested small in little it. book. Exactly. <laughs> so that's on the way. I thought it would be helpful after we talked about this for people yeah, to be able to look at read it. That. Again, awesome. knowing that it's not, you know, a lot of it is still speculative, but yeah, there's a sure. lot... When you read it, the the idea is you get excited yeah, and you get yeah. encouraged and you, yeah. and you you know, which is what we want people to do. Yeah, and part, well, part of is, just the yeah. thought provoking nature of it is like things that you just wouldn't have thought about. For sure, and, you know, um, you know whether it's true or not or, or right or not, it's it's just thought provoking. A lot of thought provoking things, and it's like I never yeah. really considered it from that that yeah. angle. I think the coolest thing, whether it's, you know speculation or not, is that that heaven does force us to um, uh, to not be able to compartmentalize. Um, like it, it, it reminds us that it's so unimaginable. It's, it's going to be so beyond what we imagine um, that you can't just pigeonhole it and right. say, oh, this is what it looks like. This is what it's going to, the experience is going to be like. And I think that's the cool thing about the sure. speculation is that it shows us, oh, the possibilities right. are really uh, kind of kind of endless. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So um, you said a word earlier that I really like, and this is actually what I'm getting at and I want to focus on, uh, familiarity. Mm. I think a lot of the, the, the thing behind our, our Gnosticism uh, is, is um, that if it's familiar, it's bad or it's not going to be in yeah. heaven. And um, I, I spent a long time, a, a, a big part of my Christian life, when thinking of heaven, just thinking, oh, it's, it's, um, it's going to be nothing like this in any way. And that's all I know. And that kind of stunk. That was kind of a... Right. There's things here we like, man. There's things here sure. that you're looking at and you're like, this is a blessing from God. Like, this is so cool that God made this thing or created this experience. And then to have this idea that, oh, he's going to get rid of it all and trash it um, is wrong. And um, and well, so... And, and it's exciting to think that even the, the things we all that we love the most here, yes. still it's tainted by sin and death and evil. Yes. And, and it'll all be... That'll all be gone, but we'll yes. still have... A lot of the good things. Like pizza. But made right, yeah. Yes. Relationships even. You know, you think about the, how, how hard relationships are now, yeah. um, uh, whether it's marriage or child-parent relationships or just family, friends, whatever. All that's, all that's fixed. Right. Well, I think, that, I think that's – you actually just hit it. I think part of the reason that we have those ideas that anything enjoyable or um, valuable now is going to be trashed is, is because of, for instance, what the Bible says about heaven and marriage, that there will be – no marriage in right. the sense that we know it now, and you're going, well, that kind of stinks. I kind of thought marriage was important, you know? Um, and yet, as we read through our our future narrative that we have, marriage is the main component to heaven, right? That Like, there is going to be a marriage <laughs> between Christ right. and his bride, and it's going it's, it's, to—it's actually the ultimate, you know, <coughs> picture, reality of what this earthly— marriage is right yeah. and and we're all going to be completely satisfied well yeah in right, that exactly there's not going to be let down that you know no. well I, I wish i was still married no these these will be better relationships than we've ever experienced 
and it'll be across the board yeah. right. with everyone, which is just it's so when you see social media and so many things like just the divisiveness in our country today yes. and the way we just so much hate to know that that's all going to be gone yeah. and that, that even our, our best relationship here on earth will pale in comparison to what we're going to experience right. there with everybody. It's a shadow for what's to come. Yeah, for sure. It's great. Yeah. So let's, let's read a little bit of uh, chapter 22 now um, in, in terms of familiarity. All right. See, see if you guys can pick, pick some of this out. The angel showed me the river of the water of life, brightest crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the lamb through the middle of the street of the city, also on either side of the river, the tree of life with its 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be anything accursed, um, but the throne of God and his lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will be uh, no more. Uh, they will need no light, nor lamp, nor sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. So obviously there's some things that we go, wow, that's kind of interesting that there, there's no need for, for light or a lamp or anything like that because God's going to be that. But there's some familiar things here as well. What are some of those? Trees. Trees. Yeah. River. F- fruit. River. Leaves. S- street. City. Food. Nations. Food. Food. Fruit, but still food. <laughs> so, so here's a weird question. <laughs> Brent's going to answer. If, if death will be no more in heaven, like what does that mean for brisket? <laughs> Is there going to be no brisket in heaven? That's a more serious question than I thought I was going to answer. You better, you better get on it now I, yeah. while you can. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah. Maybe it'll be like that meat that uh, Homie wants us to eat from Microsoft. Uh, what's his name? The Beyond <laughs> Meat like, yeah, or yeah. Impossible? Impossible <laughs> Meat? Yeah, what's impossible about that is me eating it. Yeah. <laughs> Seaweed. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know the answer yeah. to that question. I don't know the answer to that either. But I believe that there will be um, all, all the things that we enjoy here will be like on steroids there. <laughs> no offense, David. <laughs> Sorry about the steroids. Uh, it'll be better. And so whatever we enjoy now, we'll enjoy it more there. I think, I think I am convinced of that. This is a Randy Alcorn speculative statement, but like, I am convinced at this point of, um, that, that I will not be missing anything like whatever it is. I'm, I'm pretty convinced that there, because that would equate to like disappointment or, or, or a lack. Right. And I know in heaven that none of us are going to be disappointed and none of us are going to be lacking. So, Whatever it is, even if it's not exactly the same, um, I'm not going to be missing it or so going. So Gosh, it might be sucks. better than brisket in heaven. All right, I, I, can, I can live with whatever that. it is. Right. Yeah, that that will be quenched. Uh, yeah, that desire right. for like, that. I can sleep at night. Yeah. So that. so so how does just seeing the familiarity in you know the the ultimate kingdom to come and and the final reality um, change? how we view eternity and that which we're looking forward to. Because again, to me, like this, this changes things to know that there's yeah. going to be things that I enjoy now that are going to be there as well, but made better. Um, you even kind of get the idea here in 22 of uh, kind, kind of the same uh, economy, kind of the same type of deal going on where you've got an earth and that earth has nations and those nations have cities right. and um, there's people coming from the nations um, and going back and forth to a full access of the king, um, like you see, you just see a lot of, um, you know, what we see now, but better. Right. I don't know. I've heard pastors over the years talk about heaven as being this, like we're going to worship God twenty four seven in heaven, which we will. But but the implication often in you know when, when you hear somebody say that is like you know it's it's a worship just a never ending worship service. Yeah. Right. And and that that doesn't sound that exciting. Right. Honestly. 
and, and you, you hit on it earlier. Wow. That, you know, like the familiarity. <laughs> showing you know, showing right? your cards now, Chad. <laughs> well, I mean, we struggled to sit in church maybe for an hour if, and a half. Maybe, right. You know, an hour, hour and a half. Maybe right? if it was brisket, you were worshiping. I was well, doing maybe. it last week. <laughs> well, that's, that's a different story. <laughs> we were singing one song that had like seven verses. And it was like, why does this song have seven verses? We're going to be doing that in heaven. Like, yeah. well, when's this got to stop? <laughs> And, and and so so it brings kind of some meaning to the here and now. If you know eternity is going to have that familiarity, and if we look at the things that are here and now as a shadow of what's to come, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just it affects the way that we live and the way that we think about things and, and the way that we enjoy things. Right? We can enjoy the creation here and now as an act of worship to God, um, mm-hmm. because He He made it, even though it's tainted and it's broken now and it's right. riddled by sin and and marred and all those things, uh, you know, there's going to come a day when we can perfectly enjoy God's yeah. perfect creation. E- even our jobs, our vocation, everything's going to be an act of worship and done in, in, uh, you know, under the umbrella of worship without right. trying or needing to make right. a decision or an effort. Um, so, yeah, all, uh, everything that we do, our entire existence will be one of worship. Right. Right, with no with no... Nothing severing the line, but the the part we can't understand right now because of sin and and because of who we are is that what worship will be like there will be a, just a natural out, it'll be a natural outflow of everything right, we do all the sure. time. So so the idea that we're going to just be you know standing with a hymn book in our hand twenty four seven isn't what worship's going to be in heaven. Right. I, even yeah. even I don't know. Do That's what, what I mean about work and <clears throat> everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, whatever it is, but yeah. but the idea of of the fact that you know the the scriptures say that we will be fully known. At that point, we will know and we will yeah. be fully known. And, and so this idea of the relationship that we're going to have with Jesus, and you think about the relationship that Jesus had with his disciples here on earth and, and what that was like and how exciting it would be to have that. Well, he talks in John 17 about basically we, that was his pre-incarnate glory. Or, or we get to experience, he, we, they got to see his incarnate glory. We get to see and spend time with him in his pre-incarnate glory, which they didn't get to do. And that's going to be so much better. I, I don't know if I'm making sense here. but Sure you are. But, but the, the, the aspect of who Jesus is on earth, we, we get a feel for that. We don't know what he was like in his pre-incarnate glory. Right. And that's who we get to spend eternity with. Sure. And so I, I don't think it's there's ever going to be a point where we're even, I don't know, I think we're just going to be enamored all the time. Yeah. Agreed. And worship will just naturally flow out of us yeah. all the time. Yeah, I don't well, think well, the I lines think... will ever be cut, you know, as yeah. far as as far as far a, you know, a, an avenue of worship, a constant yeah. head, heart, you know, mind, emotional worship yeah. going on. And, and, and the, no. he will be, the sun will be continually glorified, continually glorified, and that's going to do, that's going to be, it's going to mean the world to us. So I mean, that, yeah. That's the key right there, because because worship does flow out of us now constantly. Yes. You know, it's just a matter of where, it's, where it's aimed, right? True. Yeah. And, and because of sin, you know, it just, it's aimed in the wrong direction yeah, all the time. Yeah, there's still contending right? for our worship. Right. right. We but, are but, worshipers. But in heaven, yeah. like, nothing's going to contend for that's it. Right, you know, it's going to be aimed in the right direction yes. all the time. Yes. yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, we won't get bored of worshiping for eternity. Right. It yeah. just won't look anything like what we do because we don't get bored worshiping right now. Right. Yeah. We worship all day long. Like you said, I don't get bored with it. I worship right. myself most of the time. And unfortunately, you know, that's what it has <laughs> plays out, but yes, but, but I don't get know. bored. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we we were meaning to talk I, to you about and that. And I never get bored with that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, having it done right uh, without sin, um, yeah. to whom it's actually due is going to yeah. be a game changer. Yeah. yeah. All right. I want to switch gears because, uh, this is all talking about obviously, um, uh, a future, uh, reality, right? There's going to be a time uh, uh, at the end of world history, anyway, when uh, God comes down, new heavens, new earth, everything's changed, everything's finalized, right? That's kind of what we just looked at. What happens to the believer now? This is a question that um, I think a lot of Christians maybe are a little bit 
confused on. I think they go to purgatory? Yes. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I get a blanket and a mat. No, that's not accurate. No. That's what. Have, the, have you seen the TV show Lost? Yeah. I tried. <laughs> no, it's the Roman Catholic theory. But uh, the scriptures basically uh, tell us to be absent from the body, is to be present with the Lord. Uh, Jesus is at the right hand of the Father in, in the throne room of heaven right now. So the idea, and, and you get pictures, little glimpses when you look at the, the, the story of the rich man and Lazarus. And when you see the martyrs that are under the throne in, in heaven, you know mm-hmm. that basically at this point they are disembodied, disembodied. spirits. Uh, waiting, so they're they were they're basically for, what? for a body, mm. a resurrection. Mm. I would even say a rapture. Mm. Not to get too crazy here, mm. but I think it's the same thing. Um, but right now, there's this intermediate state uh, where where you're a spirit being only, yes, uh, but waiting for a resurrection, waiting for that that time that First Corinthians 15 talks about. Yeah, when when the waiting know, for the spirit to be reunited yep. to a, yep. a, a a outfitted body. Yep, outfitted for. Eternity, which is yeah. what it, what's really what it talks about when we when we think of what the rapture is. That's why I brought it up. The idea that the dead in Christ will be raised, uh, the bodies are going to. The whole gonna, reason there's a rapture is because it's a bodily. Yeah, yep. There will be up. people here that are yeah. in their bodies when when Jesus returns. Yes, uh, they they don't have to have the soul and spirit, you know, yes. with the body reunited. And then there are people whose bodies are in the dirt. Their spirits are with Jesus. Yeah. Those have to be reunited into a glorified state. Yeah. Um, and that's why I believe the resurrection and the rapture are the same thing. How that's, many raptures are there? I think there's just one, okay. and it's the same thing as the resurrection, and it happens on the day of the Lord when Jesus okay. returns. There you go. Uh, I believe. Okay. To make it two different things, and that's that was one of the reasons that I, I kicked against the pre-trib idea, was sure. it's really hard to make it two different things. Right. Because you got one of those who are alive yeah. being caught up bodily, but then you, you have to have a people that are in the grave. Yeah. You have to end up with two resurrections, yeah. two comings, two. Yeah. Li- it doesn't work very well. I don't think so. Okay. Agreed. Let's not get sidetracked. I wasn't on trying our to get sidetracked. <laughs> but we the resurrection, hours on this. the resurrection, and the rapture should excite right. us to no end because there's going to come a point where we're glorified bodies, right. um, eternal bodies, yes, incorruptible bodies, yes. become right. ours. So right now, right. pre bodily resurrection, to be absent from the body for the believers to be present with the Lord. So disembodied, but spiritually present. Yes. With the Lord. Okay. Good. So we call it kind of an intermediate state. Or, yeah. And yeah. and really that is purgatory. I, I, I joked about that. That's there, There's a Catholic notion that there's, you know, you, you kind of go to this holding place t- to figure out which way you're going to go, you know, to yeah. heaven or to hell. And, and then, you know, your loved ones can pray for you, give money, things like that to get you into the, the good place. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not, I don't see that, that being a biblical idea at all. But, sure. Yeah. Okay. Chad, you want to add to that? No, I think you cover it well. All right, let's switch gears again. Let's go 1 Corinthians chapter 3. <clears throat> and I, I don't want to do this one. <laughs> yes, you do, dude. You <laughs> want to do it. This is your favorite. I'm, I'm not saying we're going to have any answers that are, okay. you know. Good. All right. That takes some pressure. Something to consider, though. <laughs> um, so obviously we got this whole, you know, celebritizing thing that's going on in the church from the beginning. People are getting behind this guy or getting behind this guy or getting behind this guy, and factions are being created and all that. So Paul is speaking to this this thing. Right, And he says uh, down in verse uh, 10, uh, According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So we're talking about the gospel being the foundation right. in question here. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, 
precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest for the day, capital D, uh, will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built uh, on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. What a weird, stinking thing for Paul to say. All right. So the question is, um, do we all get a first place trophy? Like that? Like again, my my idea of of. Um, I know you look at me kind of cross-eyed like it doesn't make sense, but <laughs> like I think the idea that we have is that we all get the same harp, right? We all get the same size cloud. We all <laughs> like like there's gonna be just this this perfect like equality <laughs> that God hands out in heaven. Where like is that a biblical concept, I guess is what I'm asking. I, I think I'm just gonna be glad to be there. Okay. <laughs> me too. Yeah. In regards to the nosebleed, <laughs> yep, I'll take nosebleed. <laughs> the trophy thing. The reason I looked at it weird is because it, you know I think of participation trophy, and I don't even think we get a partition participation trophy <laughs> no. in heaven. Well, I because, think the crown that we get for participating gets thrown back at well, Jesus's feet. I think but. we're the trophies. Uh, I, I guess Ooh, is yeah, what yeah, I would say. Okay, and if you read, if you read in Ephesians yeah. two, um, we're 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 the ones that are on Jesus's trophy mm-hmm. case mm-hmm. as people. <laughs> that deserve no grace. There you go. That can't boast about a stinking That's thing. Right. That people are going to walk in and see Brent on, on a trophy case and go, "Wow, yes, you saved him." I yes. mean, that's that's his trophy. Yes. Uh, so the idea that that that's why I looked at you weird. It's like I just think of us as being the trophy. Well, let me ask it. Let me ask in it in regards better. to reward and loss. Yeah. I, I, that, yeah. yeah. That that that's just the better way to ask it. Is like, what does this imply when we read this? <laughs> <laughs> it implies that some people are going to be rewarded. And some in certain people, ways, yeah, right? in certain ways, certain and some people are going to suffer loss, and it's yes. based on not not upon. So, so Jesus is the foundation, you know, of this. So, salvation has occurred. It, it's kind of what happens after salvation. Yeah. Um, so, well, it's, how we build on yeah. the gospel. So, so it, it's more to do with you know, yeah, um, what we do with these talents or yes. with, with these you lots know, of parables sure, come to mind. Don't th- they? Yeah, what he's given us. Yes. And the, the the fact of the matter is, if I'm honest with myself, like what Chad said, I'm just going to be happy to be there. Mm-hmm. But if I look at people throughout history and what they've done compared to what I've done, yeah. it makes total sense to me that people will be rewarded <laughs> more than me. Agreed, sure. And I'm just going to be like, can I just have some crumbs to fall off the table, please? Yeah. yeah. Because So it doesn't bother me, right. but I, but the idea of envy or of regret right. don't belong in the kingdom of God. They're not going to be there. So, yeah. so somehow it works to where some people are going to have a greater capacity, right. um, maybe for for reward than I will. Yeah. Um, based on, I don't know how that works, but yeah. I'm not going to sit there the whole time just going, you know, you idiot. Why right. don't you do more? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and feel, you know, there's somehow there's going to be a reckoning. I would hope of that. I, I think that's like a great, yeah, distinct, that's good. a yeah. good distinction and something to consider. Like right now, when I read something like this, it's a motivator. Right. Yeah. But I think on the backside of this, when I come through the fire and I'm saved <laughs> and I'm in the presence of God, um, there, there's not going to be a sense. There, there will be loss, but I will not be have this looming over me. Sure. Oh, oh right. my gosh, I should have done that different. I should have done that better. And you're it's living likely in regret. to cause us to worship God for it, saving us. Exactly. Right? E- exactly. Even if there's this thought of, like, I barely made it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But I made it. You know, thank you, God. Well, yeah. and I, I don't know why we get competitive in this regard, but there's, sure. it, my, I won't go into the whole story, but there was a story of Whitfield and, and Wesley who were contemporaries who had different views on election. And, uh, and a lady one time asked, um, uh, I think it was Wesley, uh, if he believed that Whitfield would be in heaven. 
or if he'd see him in heaven. And he said, no. Yeah. And she got really bummed. And then he goes, no, no, you misunderstand me. He's going to be so close to the front, <laughs> so close to Jesus that I probably won't even get a glimpse of right. him. Yeah. And I relate to that. It's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. And so the idea that others will be rewarded for their faithfulness, for their sacrifice for, yeah. you know, I mean, th- these guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be sad that they're rewarded more than me right. in that regard. You right. want that because it's all to the glory of Christ. We won't be elevating no. them for being, quote, no. unquote, closer. But sure. that we'll be glorifying yeah. God and worshiping God yep. that, you know, people are where they're at. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it gets me every time. Sorry. Did, it, did, did, did that get you, Brad? It does, yeah. Shockingly, I, yes. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. It's because my back's hurt right now. <laughs> it's not like you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Chad, do you want to add anything to the reward and loss notion? Um, just what's already been said, like we're not going to feel a loss. I don't huh. think um, you know we're you know for those that make it, like you're there, and sure. you know there, there's you know all the things of the that kind of taint this world, you know, shame and envy and grief and like like they just don't have. I think you said it, Brett. They don't have a place in heaven, um, and so you know we're, we're not going to be bummed for all of eternity that we didn't get a little bit more or make it closer to the front or whatever Agreed. it is. But if you're concerned about that. Now's the time to do something about right. it. Well, that's you know, that, that, and, and so so make the most of what what God's given you, and 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 live with no regrets now. Or yeah, <laughs> that's the other regrets. side of this is what what does a text yeah. do, do for us now? I mean, this is something that's in our scriptures. It's yeah. something He was saying to them, to yeah. the church at that time in Corinth. Um, like ha, ha, like how does it matter now? Like, well, it's a motivator, not not because we can read a text like that and and use it as a motivator yeah, try to harder, try harder to, do to be better, right? Yep. And then obviously we're not going to go there, but it is a motivator to worship God yeah, and in our worship of God, you know, to be kingdom minded people now sure. uh, so that we would spend our lives in service to the kingdom because of what's to come. And and there might be a fine line between, you know, that and try harder to be better. Yep. But, but at the end of the day, like we worship God because of what he's done for us and, and what our worship looks like is that, that, you know, we, we have an outward life, a life of service, um, that, that, points to you know what's to come beyond the here and the now. No doubt. But there needs to be a paradigm shift at some point. Understanding eternity in heaven is is the that's the goal. Right. Not 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 the here and now. And so many people right now are they're they're spending all their effort and time trying to make this the the best thing right. they can have. Right. And we need to like like we're in the game right now. Right. The clock's gonna hit zero, leave it all on the field right now. Right. Because right. eternity's where it's gonna matter and it doesn't matter here. And right. we we just can't I don't know. We don't think that way. Well, even the right. ideas of storing up your treasures yeah. in heaven, like that's real. That's really what you're talking about. Yeah. There's so many people, so many Christians storing up their treasures here, almost trying to make this heaven. Yeah, that they're not even right. paying attention to to what value it actually has in heaven. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and what's and the stuff yeah. that's going to make it? What's the stuff that's going to be rewarded? Yes, that's and a good it, question to ask. It is, and it's yeah. it, you know, I think I think yeah, Spurgeon one time talked about how even our best. You know, our efforts are, are just tainted by all kinds of terrible, yeah. you know, sin that we don't even. Sometimes we think our best efforts are, you know, they're sure. really not that impressive. But, you know, evangelism, um, sharing the gospel with people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, loving, yeah. serving, serving the, you know, the yeah. stuff that that's it's it's really obvious stuff. Yeah. But that's the stuff that's going to matter the most. And a lot of what it yeah. is will be, uh, you know, built <laughs> building building well on the foundation of the gospel, but a lot of how it's done yeah. is the stuff that will be burnt up. And that yeah, and that's okay right. that, that that stuff's going to be purified. The imperfections in the good works that we do, um, like they're all going to be parsed and, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And cleansed. Um, what makes that? We already gave this away. Let's just dive into it a little farther. What Jesus. will make heaven so great? <laughs> 
Jesus yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is the part that we don't. He, he's the reward. He's yeah, the prize. Right. He's Yeah, that's that's the big E on the eye chart there. Yeah. Um, and, and whatever's better than brisket. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, really, he's going to be the star of the show, and, and it's never going to you know grow old. Um, I don't know how that's going to work because we can't, we can't noodle it through right now, but, yeah. but that's going to be the best thing going, and, and it's never going to get old. Yeah. Right. You know, just spending time in his presence, you know, seeing, you know, he's still in a body, which is, is kind of weird to think about. God is, is spirit, and, and yet he took on flesh. And so in the same way that we're going to have bodies, um, he's going to be in a, in a glorified body, mm-hmm. and, and we're going to know him. And, and he's going to be from, I don't know, it's just like, it's crazy to think about. We'll at one point be able to look into the face yeah. of our Savior yeah. and see him yeah. and be known and know him. And yeah. it's like, everything is going to... I can't even imagine what that's going to no. feel like. Right. Every once in a while, we get a, just a glimpse of that feeling here and now. That's going to be eternity. Yeah. The best things we feel right now in regards to worship and, and that relationship are going to be Magnified. our daily existence right. for sure. Forever. And we can't even wrap our minds around as finite beings. We can't wrap our minds around you know what's infinite. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and so we have trouble on this side of heaven yeah. understanding fully, um, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Would you Would you agree that that this is why heaven is so dull? to so many people, why they don't get excited um, about it, or they don't care about what's going on there. They're more excited about what's going on in, in hell. is because they, they, they don't, um, they haven't identified what the reward is, Yeah, uh, which is not yeah. a harp and a cloud, but, but, the, but all of God. Um, now, so many people right now, they, yeah. they want, they don't want God. They just want God's stuff. Yes, sure. And so the idea in heaven, it's like, well, you're, the stuff in heaven is not going to be as good as it is here. Yeah. So what, what's, what would but I no. don't care that he's accessible there. Like what's going to be like, you know, accessible no. to me. But if yeah. we get God, yeah. if that's the prize, if that's the big, you know, if that's the payoff, then yeah, then it matters greatly. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But then there are also, it's funny when you think about how to describe heaven, um, it's a lot easier to describe, to describe it in the, in the no mores than it is in what we, cause we, we don't know what what it's going to be like. It's hard to imagine what it will be like. We can guess, yeah. but we know what's not going to be there. Yeah. No more this, no more that. And yeah. so sometimes that's that's the best we can do as far as trying to think about it. But even yeah. that. Well, that makes it great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that like, there's no tears, there's right. no pain, there's no suffering, that there's none of those things like he said in Revelation 22. Right. Like that right there is enough. <laughs> yeah. But there's none of it because he is present, right. like fully. I mean, you can just like, stop and think about it. You could, you could, this list could go on. Like there's, there's, no, uh, there's no x-ray machines. There's no... There's yeah. no needles. There's no vaccines. There's no masks. There's, Chad will never have to yeah. lock his truck again. Right. Yeah. You know, just leave it open uh, all the time. No lawyers. <laughs> there's no. No, there's no, no, yeah. no more heartburn. There's no lawyers. There's no prisons. There's yeah. No, heartburn. Yeah. It's gonna go away. Ooh. No politicians. No politicians. No more. No. No more elections. <laughs> no, no elections. <laughs> that's I mean, just. That's rad. I mean, just think about no more all mechanics. The, all yeah. the things we just we're used to it, but no the, more banks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No diets, yeah. yeah. No, no Advil. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. No more toenail clippers. No, no. <laughs> I don't think. Maybe. Well, I don't, maybe. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. But no, no pain. Yeah, when you're doing it. A um, couple bonus, <laughs> bonus questions list. just for people's, you know, questions. We talked about this one not too long ago. Pets. Animals. Yeah. Animals. Yeah. We, That's a good distinction, but I believe animals will be in heaven. I don't think there's any question I about that. No yeah. question. Sure seems um, like that. But you know, the pet thing. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody. But I, I will say again, like I've said before, you got to be consistent. You know, because everybody wants their dog to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. But you know, that include that. If you're going to let dogs in, you got to have cats. Yeah. Do we want that? Do we need cats? Mosquitoes, uh, snakes. Yeah, I, I have I mean, a hard time imagining cats in heaven. I, it, you know, sorry. I know there's cat lovers out there, and I'm being, <laughs> I'm being, you know, facetious. But it's funny how it's. I don't know. 
there will be animals. You know, God created the you know this earth good. Yeah. Animals were part of that creation. Yep. I think we'll enjoy animals there. <laughs> maybe not the way you're thinking. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Bacon. I don't know, but uh, will there be triggers? Yeah, there may be just one of those like <laughs> there ought to be. you know machines like on the Jetsons where you poke a button and all of a sudden it just oh, steak yeah. materializes but nothing dies just yeah. beams in. I don't know. I could live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Children, <laughs> what's the deal with the idea and some of the language, especially? Uh, Isaiah and some of the older prophets of the the kingdom uh, speaking of uh, children. That's the millennium, David. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it, what about children? What's your? I, I, yeah. I know that Alcorn he has some interesting right. ideas on this. I didn't because read that it is part of, of his book, that, but I saw that in the table of contents. Because a lot of people have the idea of uh, that we all come in at a certain age, and it would be the ideal age, kind of our prime. Some people say 33. You know, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's you yeah, know yeah, what Jesus. I got it died and um you know there's all these weird you know speculations but then there's this idea of, of children you know and it's like okay who are, who are they and how long are they children do they grow do they age do they like what happens or what do you think i mean again yeah. it's you're gonna i spec- got nothing on that you can only speculate <laughs> but um when we think about what a blessing children are here and now mm-hmm. um knowing that it's you know we're not going to be lacking anything in heaven yeah uh, we're not going to miss it if it's not there and 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 if it's something that god wants there it's going to be there and right. so i i don't know the answer i really he had a don't. weird speculation on that somehow it's it, imagine if it's connected to the injustices that have gone on with certain children on this earth and how they're actually able in heaven to be children with with you know loving supervision and you know and it was kind of a neat thought you know for those who never got to live or experience you know um, yeah. Any of that. So. Well, I even think of somebody like Eli, you know, our, our, our uh, good friends. And Eli's our good friend who has Down syndrome. He's 25 now, I think. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Eli's going to be perfect in heaven. Yeah. And I think he's pretty perfect right now. Yeah, he's almost in a lot of ways. Right so, but what's that going to, how's that going to work? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, but we'll, we'll know see it's Eli. We get there. You know? Interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, what does that say? Oh, sports. <laughs> we'll have perfect handwriting in heaven as well. Well, there's got to be hockey, right? At least. Well, he's got a big, big yard with lots and lots of room where we can play no, football. No, it's a big, big house. <laughs> big, big house with a big, big yard. I, I yeah. just skipped ahead to the big, big yard. Right. Sorry. Any, uh, I know Jane, if she's listening, she's a big audio adrenaline fan. Yeah. So it's a terrible song. According to AA, there will be football in heaven at least. Yeah. They didn't say anything about hockey. I think Jesus watches hockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think so much of the stuff that we, we take for granted here, like a uh, good competitive nature that we have, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, physical activity, humor. You know, God created us with a sense of humor. Sure. And I don't think we, we like to think God doesn't even, you know, like he just doesn't have a funny bone or something. Sure. And that's just not true at right. all. Well, even um, physically, look at, look at how fearfully and wonderfully made we are. Like when you just think of the physicality and yeah. what we're capable of, like God intended that stuff into our design it wasn't like some mistake where he's like, "Oh, look what you can do." That's weird. Um, like he he, yeah. he intended it, and so you would you would think that in our in our greatest um, you know state of physicality, which will be there, that we will be utilizing our, our physical yeah know, capabilities and in ways that yeah. are awesome. Right. 
I don't yeah. know. I just when you even look at what humans. I don't can think do, we're going to be doing Iron Man stuff because that just sounds horrible. <laughs> when you look at what humans can do now, I mean, some of those videos Andrew's are just, just watching. run in heaven all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, no, stop, just Andrew and Rebecca will just be doing loops yeah. around nations. They're just Forrest Gump heaven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes I'm sense. Sorry, Brent, no, I just the, the same idea. What what humans can do now, what they're capable of yeah. doing now, sometimes just astounds me. Yeah, and and you know we're gonna. We won't have the limits that we have here no right doubt. now. So yeah. I mean, it's going to be crazy what can what can go on. No doubt. Yeah. All right. I don't have anything else. You guys, is there anything else that you need to mention in passing that would be helpful as far as heaven? I mean, there's probably a gazillion. I just think the longing for it that that you know, if we really understood it, we would long for it. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you know, the, um, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth yeah. as it is in heaven. This would be our daily prayer that we would just, Lord, bring Your kingdom down. Right. Bring it here, um, because we we I don't know, and we would live. With, with that in mind, we yeah. would live with kingdom people now, uh, preparing for that time. If we're not excited about it now, you know, or I don't know, just like get, get, get going now with it right. kind of thing. And, and just understanding this idea of new body, new earth, new culture. Yeah. Um, this should be something we, we look forward to every day and long yeah. for. Yeah. This is why I get out of bed some mornings yeah. and put one foot in front of the other um, or, or continue to pastor when I don't feel like continuing to pastor or trying to be you know, the best dad or husband I can be when I don't feel like it anymore is, is because of the reality of not what is, but what's to come. Like yeah. he- heaven is that primary motivating factor uh, that helps me to keep my eyes on him and keep my eyes on, um, you know, building a foundation on the gospel that's hopefully precious stuff and not, you know, garbage that's going to be burnt up. It's it's all because <laughs> this is a this is a reality, and right. I know that by faith. That's the other thing of it. Like as sure as I know this, you know, this table's in front of me right now. I know that heaven's in front of me too. Like I know it's real. Like and I'm going to experience it. Well, and that's every right. you know all day long. You know, throughout this world, there's just there's like a dumpster fire that that you can focus on, mm-hmm. and and look at and dwell on and and really spend your time just looking at that only. But at some point, if you don't look over the top of that at what's coming at the finish right. line, at what awaits us at the prize, it's going to be a depressing existence. Right. So we just, you know, we just need to remind ourselves there is a blessed hope ahead, right. and and look to that. You know, well, this uh, is just, just like 12, Jesus, right? just like Jesus did. Yeah. Yeah. Hebrews chapter yes. twelve for the joy that was set before him, he yep. endured the cross. So he yep. he looked over the top of, you know, the 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 most horrific dumpster fire. Yep. Um, yeah. And that's what that what allowed him to go through it well. Yeah. yeah, so I find myself just as I do look at the dumpster fire, even just thinking to myself, like, Lord, come quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Maranatha is another thing. I, I didn't used to think yeah. that when I was younger all yeah. the time. Come, Lord um, Jesus. But it, and I don't know if it's just a result of, you know, just you know, age and maturity or whatever, yeah. but but I just find myself uttering under no my doubt. breath at times, Lord, come quickly. Yeah. Just wanting to be with him. You know? Yeah, no yep. doubt. And longing for, you know, what's to come. Yep. Good stuff, fellas. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully that was. Hopefully that undid what we did, what Chad did last week. I'm, I'm sorry for last week that I did all that. <laughs> Let me pray. Lord God, thank you <clears throat> that heaven is a reality. And uh, thank you that we, uh, for whatever reason, uh, are going to be allowed in, that, that we uh, get to experience it. Uh, and so, uh, and we know what reason that is. We, we know it's because of the cross that we speak of and, and the work of, of your son only, alone. And um, so... I just pray that people would be encouraged every day by meditating um, on heaven, on meditating on what it is that you're preparing and what it is that you're bringing um, so that we may glorify you fully um, right now while we're here and while we have time. And, and so thank you for uh, the reality 
that it's going to be. Thank you that you preserve just what we need to know about it in the Word, um, but that you also keep us guessing. That we're just gonna we're just gonna have our mind blown, and um, we're just gonna be fascinated for all eternity, uh, nonstop, uh, as a result of what it is you're preparing. And uh, just pray for people that are out there that are maybe discouraged that uh, you would just uh, uh, just give them more heaven right now um, in in their thoughts. Um, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Later. I got. I need to cough now. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a good note to end on. Thanks for tuning in to One Decent Pastor. If you'd like more information about the church, go to our website at thedoor3r.org.